summary of the Sikha. At the end of this week's parsha, where it talks about Yosef uh, feeding the people of Mitzrayim and that they ran out of money and so he started charging them by the animals and the posse con- concludes Yosef gave them f- uh, food for their animals in exchange for their animals and he led them in bread for all of their animals in other words he ended up owning all the animals in Mitzrayim during that year so Rashi quotes the words he led them he led them and he explains like the word is similar to and he led them the Hebrew word for he led them and similar to this is also the Pasuk that says there is nobody to lead her and also another Pasuk he leads me near waters near still waters so it seems that Rashi is trying to explain the word which is not such a common word in Chumash but if that's the case, so then we already have the word earlier in the Pasa, in the Chumash, where Yaakov said to Esav, Esav suggested, let's travel together. So Yaakov said, no, you go ahead, and I will make my way slowly, because I have children and the animals, they can't travel quickly, so I will make my way slowly, which is the same, similar word. And over there, Rashi doesn't explain the word, so if the if there is a need to explain this word, so then why doesn't Rashi explain it the first time that it comes up? So then we have to say that the Bechamish Lunikra does understand the word. If so, why does he have to explain it here? Another question, why does Rashi bring Tupsukim to support the uh, the idea that Vayinahale means Vayinahagim? Another question, what the Pasuk Ein Menahalo, there is nobody to lead it, is from Yeshaya. But in Yeshaya we find a Pasuk earlier which reads, He leads them by streams of water. The same word, Yenahalim, and even closer to our word and our Pasuk because it's literally the same word without the Vayinahalim. Whereas the Pasuk that Rashi quotes, Ve'ein Menahalo, is slightly different. And it's also written in a negative. There's nobody to lead it. The Pasuk of Mabui Mayim Yinalim is a positive, very similar to the Pasuk that we have. Why doesn't he quote that Pasuk? Another question, why does Rashi say similar, like Vayinahalim, like Vayinahagim? Um, why doesn't he say it is has the meaning of Vayinahagim? Like is seems like it's something different. Also, when he brings the proof from the psukim, he says, and similar to this is also those two psukim, which makes it seem as if those are not exactly the same, they're only similar. So why does he say that? So the explanation of all this. Rashi speaks in Hebrew. The whole Rashi is written in Lashon Kaidish. So therefore, anyone that is learning Rashi must know Lashon Kaidish, unless it's a very obscure word. But So therefore, Rashi doesn't find the need to explain the word that I will uh, make my way because that is a Hebrew word it's a Lashon Kedish word the child knows the word there's no need to explain it the question comes up over here 
when it says he led them in bread, with bread, what does that mean, led them with bread? So the Targum says that it means he fed them. He, he, he translates it directly as he fed them with bread. But the Rashi can't accept that as the simple meaning of the Pasuk because that already is written a few, uh, just a few words earlier. Yosef gave them bread for their animals in exchange for their animals. So that is already included. It was already said. So what does Vayinalim Balecha mean? Although he's try- he adds the idea that uh, they used up all their animals during that year, but for that, it didn't have to write again that he led them in bread, he, gave, he fed them bread, because that's written already. All it had to add was, they used all their animals during that year. So Rashi says, what the meaning of uh, he led them in bread means is similar to Vayinahagim. What does Vayinahagim mean? In, he's trying to reference the word in Tehillim, the Pasuk in Tehillim Bamidbar. He led them, meaning Hashem led the Jewish people like a flock of sheep through the desert. Now over there, Rashi means to imply to explain that the word Vayinahagim, he led them, doesn't mean literally he took them on the road and showed them the path, showed them where to make a right turn, where to make a left turn. That's not what the word Vayinahagim means. It means he led them through the desert like a flock of sheep, like a shepherd who takes care of all the needs of his flock, especially in the desert. If he took them to a fertile field, so he just brings them there and then they graze and then he takes them home. But in the desert, you have to take care of all their needs. You have to show them where the water is. You have to show them where there's a patch of grass and so on. So Vayinagim certainly means not in the literal sense that he led them along the road, but that he he shepherded them. He governed them. He guided them. He, it's a general sense of leading a person along in life and taking care of all their needs. And that's what the, he's saying over here, that Yosef didn't simply uh, feed them bread. He didn't just give them bread, sell them bread. He administered the entire food situation in Egypt. As we find in the Pasuk already, that when, when Yosef uh, provided uh, food for his parents, for his father and for, not for his parents, for his father and the family and the children, it says, Lechem lefiataf. He gave them as much as they would need. What does the Pasuk mean according to the children? Because children they make crumbs, they waste some of the bread, so he took that into consideration as well. We find also that when he was storing the grain that was growing uh, during the seven plentiful years, he did it in such a way, the Pasuk goes through explaining that he did it in such a way that he puts earth from that region into the sacks or among the sacks so that the grain wouldn't rot over the seven years that it had to stay. In other words, that he was managing the whole thing, not just selling bread. He managed it and took care of all the needs of everything that had to be taken care of. And that's what the, me- the meaning of Vayinal and Balechem, he managed the whole thing. He took care of everything that had to be taken care of. And that's the reason that Rashi doesn't bring the uh, Pasuk from Yeshaya and he leads them along the uh, streams of water because over there the word leads them could means he literally leads them along. That's just a, a literal meaning of like a GPS shows you where to go. That's all it means. It doesn't mean anything more. 
that wouldn't answer what it means over here and so also for the same reason he doesn't reference the number of other places in Tanakh in fact in Chumash also in Oz Yashir it says you led them in your might to the Beis Hamikdash. so over there also it means literally he led them, he showed them where to go he took them on that path to go to the Beis Hamikdash. that's why Rashi doesn't rely on those psukim but the Pasuk Ein Menahel there is nobody to lead them, meaning there is nobody to lead the Jewish people, means not there is nobody to show them the road where to walk. It means there is nobody to lead them as a leader. There is no shepherd that is going to take care of all their needs. That is what this means. That is what Rashi is trying to point out. That that is what it means in this Pasuk Balechem, He showed them, he led them and took care and managed everything that they needed. But Rashi can't rely only on this Pasuk because over there when it says he, there's nobody to lead them, it means that there's nobody to lead them in that general sense. But what does it mean to lead somebody in bread? That's a very narrow interpretation of leading someone. So therefore Rashi doesn't rely on the Pasuk Ein Menahelah because what is he led them in bread doesn't really flow from that's a very narrow interpretation of leading someone in something so therefore he needs another pasuk in the other second pasuk over there it's expressed in water he leads us even though it's meant in a general sense but it expresses itself in water just like over here it expresses itself in bread so then why doesn't he use only the Pasuk and skip because if he hadn't brought the first Pasuk first to show that, it's a gen- that it means leading someone in a very general sense we could have interpreted that Hashem leads us to the water just like it says that he lies us down in green pastures so there it also might mean that he brings us to food, he brings us to water, so we would have thought that maybe it means that, literally it doesn't mean the general sense of, of leading someone, so therefore first he brings that Ein Menalah means a general sense of leading someone, in life in general, and then that it could be expressed to a specific thing in water specifically he brings the second passage the Rebbe then explains a Kabbalistic interpretation that we can learn from this Rashi. He brings what the Alter Rebbe says in Torah that the, on the Pasuk Vayelaket Yosef, Yosef gathered together, collected all the money that was in Mitzrayim through the sale of the food, and he brought it all to all the money to the house of Parai. So the Alter Rebbe explains that what is this t- talking about? There are two ways in which a Yid expresses or comes to love Hashem. One is that by meditating and thinking about the great things that Hashem does and the greatness of Hashem in general, it creates a feeling of love. That's one way. Another thing is the Avam Suter is the natural inborn love that every Yid has, but which is concealed within, deepened in the Shama. And you have to bring that up to the surface. You have to do things in order to often meditate, in order to bring up that feeling of love, which is natural to a yid. It's not a created new love, it's natural, but it needs to be brought to the surface. 
a difference between these two, a marshal for these two different types of love, can be understood from the way grain grows. There is grain that grows when you plant. You plant your field so grain grows. That is like when you meditate on, your, on the greatness of Hashem, it produces a feeling of love. And then there is the wild plants that grow. Where do they come from? It's as if they came on their own. They come from seeds that fell or flew from a different place and so on. So that is similar to the hidden love. You don't know where it comes from. It just comes up. It's as if it came from somewhere, from nowhere. But the truth is that where does this love, hidden love, come from? It doesn't come from nowhere. It comes because Yosef is the one that implants that love in the soul of every Yid. He is called the Ganona, the Ginsa, the gardener of the garden. The garden refers to the source, the place from where the Neshama Yisrael come, come from. And that Yosef is the one that implants love of Hashem in every Yid as they are up there in that garden. And that's the meaning of Yosef gathered all the Kesef. Kesef is a, a euphemism for love of Hashem. Because Kesef means I yearn. I, uh, so Kesef is synonymous with love. He gathered all that love and he brought it to the house of Pari. What's the house of Pari? The house of Pari is Malchus, the seat of kingship. Malchus is the place where all the Neshamas Yisrael are. That's the place where they come from. So uh, Yosef is the one that gathered that love and he implants it into Malchus, into the place where the Neshamas Yisrael are. And perhaps this is what Rashi is alluding to in this Rashi. He says that Vayinahalem is like Vayinahagem. What does he mean by that? Hanhoga means where you see a direct relationship between the one that's running the, the show. He, he is the one that runs it on a day-to-day basis. That's Hanhoga. Hanhola, by Yenale, means somebody that's in the background. He guides the ship from afar. He's the one that sets policy and so on. That's Hanhola. But you don't know, many people wouldn't even know that he's the one that's guiding it. So Rashi says, you might think that this thing is Vayinahalein, the love that comes to every Jew, it just happens. It's something that comes up and you don't know where it's from. So he says, no, Kemai Vayinahagem. This is somebody that is actually doing it. It takes Yosef to implant that love into the soul of every Jew. V'doyim Eloi Rashi continues, and it would seem to you, it only seems as if ain menahalot, that there's nobody really that needs to do it, needs to run the show to make it happen that a Jew should be filled with love to Hashem. But the truth is that it has to be it has to be done in a direct way by Yosef. And then he goes on to the second possible. That is referencing the, the growth that takes that happens along the waterways, which is also not planted growth. It is stuff that comes up on its own. Nobody sits and plants a longer waterway. In other words, that this is a an ava which is not was not uh, it would seem is not planted. But it, in fact, it takes Yosef, he is the one that has to plant it and implant it, as explained in, uh, in Chesidus. But in order to bring the hidden love to the surface, one needs to meditate, one needs to think. And that's what the, how he interprets Nichnas Yayin Yotza Said, that when wine enters, the secret comes out. What's the secret? The secret is a reference to the hidden love. It's like a secret love, it's a hidden love. 
in order to be able to access it, you have to meditate on Yayim, which is Pnimiya Satayra, understanding the Abishar, and then you can bring that out as a secret that love comes to the surface. And when we do this, then ultimately the great secrets of life will come to the surface through the coming of Mashiach, B'meir V'yamein.